0: Previously on the mortal path.
1: I've done a bit of thieving. Alright, good start. And you?
0: Uh, from time to time.
1: I wouldn't say it was my main gig.
2: Or well, what is your main gig?
1: I don't I haven't worked that out yet. <laughs> Undecided.
2: <laughs> Turns out it's some old Tundraska relic or something. He's looking to have that necklace, but he wants to keep it all on the down low, so he wants to do a swap. Matt,
0: what do you know about the dozen? Why why do you ask? Because Avalir's talking to them. Avalir also testified at Pereth's trial and was one of the people who got her sentenced, condemned.
2: Huh. And as the three of you kind of look into the cell, you see this very, very beautiful elven woman. Um, and as she kind of like looks up and she sees you, she goes, Miriam! standing in front of a jail cell it's just think of a fucking fantasy jail cell i've not been creative with this one okay <laughs> it's a, just just put your mind in a fantasy jail and it's that's where bars. we are okay it's got bars there's no windows there's
1: a, what, what else it's got it's
2: got a torch it's got mold it's got dripping sounds oh. it's got ambience
3: oh
1: I love it's it
2: every, there's like a little squeak of a rat somewhere squeak, you're in squeak. Dark Souls however and you're there in that prison that you start out in whatever Dark Souls that is is
1: it like Dark the, Souls 1 is it, is, it, is, it, is it more Dark Souls 1 or is it more Skyrim is not Skyrim uh, Oblivion is Patrick Jean-Luc Picard oh. in there is he in the prison
2: is he gonna come <laughs> and hang out with us for
1: 10 seconds and is like Grandpa a minute is going to appear before no. he dies um, because we excuse uh, me we can't afford Jean-Luc Picard <laughs>
0: No. <laughs> no, did you?
2: Do- it's uh, it's yes. Yeah, no, it's yes, not quite Dark Souls. It's Hopeful. I don't want to
0: investigate that, Gary.
2: Sindarian, <laughs> Sindarian, Sindarian is Dark Souls. Uh, Hopewell is Oblivion. That's actually probably a pretty good. That's actually a probably good thing to keep in mind, actually, for the aesthetics of these fantasy. Oh tams. God, do I have to start playing computer so, games? that's really good. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you. So yeah. So Pelleth is standing there. She's this this tall, beautiful elf, full figure, red hair, looking surprisingly well for having apparently been jailed for a number of for a number of years. I, I need you to tell me everything you can about what happened. She kind of looks at you with wide eyes. She goes, "Well, there's just." so much
0: to tell. Where should I start? Well, I mean, specifically how you ended up arrested, love. Because we want to try and get you out. Well, that would be the police, darling, who arrested me. Yeah, what God. happened on the night that, that Lady What's-Her-Face Bolsover died? Bolivar. Bingley-Bongley. <laughs> I can't remember what her name is. Bolivia. Was. Bolivia. Lady Bolivia. A Lady Belva, darling. <laughs> That's the bunny. I'm just thinking about Avatar. Oh my God! the <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even got to the jail scenes yet. Oh God! It's been what?
1: twenty-four years <laughs> since we started the recording.
0: Twenty-four years later, my brother and I discovered the new. Oh, <laughs> okay. right, we're with it. We're with it. We're with it. We're with it. I'm with it. I'm with
2: it. I'm with it. I'm with it. We're here. She goes. Well, obviously it was a setup, darling. What do you? Where do you want me to start? What do you know? It's been
0: twenty-four years since I've seen you. Where are I... When do I begin? Well, I, I yeah, sweet, I, I understand, and we can catch up about what what happened in the last 3 20... I'm more specifically worried about like a couple of years ago. What happened on the night that you got arrested? I, if it was a setup, do you know who set you up? No, and I, I don't know why they'd set me up. No, me neighbor. <laughs>
2: little old me. But what happened was Lady Belva had been getting a little bit more well. You know, experimental. We didn't quite have enough room at the Laughing Cat, so we decided to move it to somewhere a little bit more comfortable and private. And, well, she paid so well and she was lovely. How could I say no? And, you know, well, that's fair enough. Back when we started, we had some people, you know, come to the house as well, just in case anything went wrong, and it never did. She was perfect client, really, in every single way, right up until someone who
0: wasn't me killed her so like when you say experimental is there a possibility that you might have left her in some sort of position where she would have been hard-pressed to rescue herself from a house fire
2: darling you know that half of what i
0: do is aftercare that's half the point that's what i was thinking that's what i was thinking right okay so she was upright and well and good and happy and relaxed and you know eating a bowl of ice cream when you left Absolutely. In fact, we'd
2: even done a little bit of fortune telling afterwards, and well... What did her fortune say? Well, I mean, actually, ironically, it did say that you were in great danger, but I didn't tell her that, of course. (laughs) Why would I say that? You know? I mean, I thought maybe it was just overdramatic indigestion. She used to get a little bit of IBS. It happened to everyone, you know, but she made such a fuss about it. Anyway, I read her fortune, and I just told her, well, you're going to have a a pleasant night and and I'll see you in a week or so. I didn't think anything was going to come of it and I went home and I did think that the the mansion was weirdly empty. We'd long foregone having any sort of, you know, chaperone and I had my little back door exit and my palaquin ready to get back so no one would see me out of the, you know, the, the upper layers and everything. But... So you didn't know that she was going to... Did she
0: normally send all the
2: staff away? Well, no, but they were all there when I arrived. Oh. So... They left after you got there? Well, they must have done, and someone said, well, they all said that I had paid them to leave, but I didn't do that. For one, I don't have that sort of money to pay an entire staff hole to leave like that.
0: No, you don't know what any of them were called, do you? I, no, I, I
2: never took any notice, I'm sorry. I That wasn't really why I was there, so I wasn't asking their names.
0: No, I can understand that.
2: And, you know, she didn't really want me hanging around with them and telling stories, you know? Oh,
0: as if you would.
2: Well, I know, but...
0: Well, now yeah, people get weird, don't they? Um, okay, so... What was the card that got produced at the trial? It was this...
2: Well, they said it was one of my tarot cards, but I've never used a set like that. It didn't look like any real tarot card to me. It was well, it was rather beautiful, but it had this flame on it. And they all thought that it was some sort of ironic thing that had been left, this this flame card with, with this sort of inlay.
0: And... I feel like they've all been reading too many cheap romances at Well, this that's point. what yeah. I thought.
2: I thought it was awfully on the nose, really.
0: Yeah, yeah a bit. And I, I said it wasn't
2: mine, but Avalier turned up and he said that not only was that card mine, but he'd seen it in my room plenty of times and I'd never seen it in my life before. Well,
0: isn't that interesting? I don't know why he would do that to me. Out of interest, you hadn't... You, I know Avalier was a regular of yours sometimes. Um, you hadn't fallen out with him about anything, had you? No, if anything, he was being nicer than ever. In fact, that was what
2: was weird. He was being... Yeah, that would be weird. I know. Yeah, it was really odd, actually. Um, and so i that's why it came as such a shock at the trial when he produced this. Well, the, I mean, it, it had been given in for evidence, but he took it out and he, he showed it this card and, and swore down that it was one that I used all the time in my tarot readings. And, mm. you know, no one wanted to listen because, well, they wanted someone for the crime. But I don't know who would have would have killed her. And I don't know
0: why they would have said it was me. You really don't know why anyone would have killed her then? She didn't talk to you? I mean, you must have had conversations with Lady Belver at the very least.
2: Well, I mean, nothing that stood out in my mind as to why she had some things going on in, in Sindarian. I know that her son was moving over there. There was some kind oh. of... I don't, oh, gosh, I don't know. She was worried one time because her son was getting involved in some gangs or something, and it was all
0: getting a bit really really oh tell us more about that Pelleth what was her son's name any recollection of what gangs that he was talking to were oh
2: gosh I've got no idea what gangs he was talking to I've not been in Sindarian for a hundred years or so it's all changed so much Uh, and his name was uh, I think it was Alwyn 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 I think Alwyn 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 and the Chipmunks (laughs) Bellworn Yeah. <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. And at that point, she turns and she kind of like seems to see um, Nat and Taro for the first time, and she smiles really wide. And she like puts her hand out through the bars of the cage, and she goes, "I'm so sorry. It's that's terribly rude of me. I, I don't know who either of you
0: are. I, I'm Pelleth It's it's a pleasure to meet you. Hello, Pelleth, These are these are friends of mine. Hi." What are your names?
3: I will shake hands, said. Natalie Nightingale. Nice to meet you.
2: Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you, Natalie. And you?
1: Uh, Pentarum here.
2: What a pleasure to meet you. Uh, Fauntleroy, was it? I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch that immediately.
1: Yes, that's the thing that I said, yes.
2: Well, that's just a lovely name. I feel like I had a great uncle somewhere in the world called Fauntleroy. I have that sort of feeling about you.
1: Well, I think if I were an uncle, I'd definitely be great.
2: I think that's probably true. And how do you know Nerium? We just sort of fell into each other's way.
1: Yes, as one does.
0: That's very cryptic. Well, we've been traveling a bit and... um.
1: We're being intentionally vague.
0: It's a very long story and we're, I just I, we've only got 15 minutes and I don't know how long we've already had. So I promise you that I'm going to do everything I can to um to, to get you out of here and um I don't suppose you heard from Melvin recently, have you? Oh darling, you broke his heart when you left. I didn't mean to.
2: <laughs> I have never ever seen him like that. It was terrible.
0: It was really actually unkind of you. I, I Pelleth I was never anything but clear with him, with either of you. You know that. Well, I know that. I mean, if you'd stopped, you know,
2: what with him, that was fine. But you, you just disappeared, and you didn't leave anything—not a note. You never wrote. He went looking for you. For y- well, we all went
0: looking for you. And I know. He put the cat up. He everything. He... I know. I, I promise you, I couldn't help that. There was, I wasn't able to contact anyone. For, I, that sounds so much worse than it needs to. i i I genuinely i couldn't i couldn't get a message back to anyone i couldn't tell you that i'd gone i wasn't it was a little bit unexpected for me and all she takes like your hand and she kind of like pulls you into like if she could hug you through these bars she would and she says whatever it was we would have helped you i know and i tried to find a way to contact you as as best i could but there wasn't a way and i'm sorry but i am back now i promise well, I am glad to hear that because I am in a pickle. I know, sweetheart. We'll do what we can. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean up, and if she's interested, I will kiss her. Yes, she will okay. definitely kiss you back. There will be a kiss that goes on for a period of time. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> From uh, behind my ha- behind my back, I flicked Harry the V's. Okay. <laughs> Bella like breaks away, and she laughs, and she like she's still
2: holding your hand, and she goes, "Listen, do you remember Philomela?" She was one of your, she, well, you made a dress for her at one point. It was, it was my idea. You know, well, I mean, she wasn't very interesting, but she was a client of mine. She had an interest in me.
0: Do you remember her? I might do remind me what she looked like. What was the dress like? Well, it was that one where you sewed in all those little bits of chain mail. So it all made those little oh! tinkling sounds.
2: Oh, the tingly one. Yeah, yeah. Yes. God, that knack of my fingers. Ah, oh, well, it was a beautiful dress. Philomira, uh, Philomira Brooke, the, the dwarven family who own uh, the, the... What was it? It's like an art shop kind of thing up in the. I don't know what they sell. I never quite listened to it. I'll, I'll be honest. Like Philomira's. Anyway, she's she's been helping me out a little bit while I've he- while I'm here. She's been delaying the inevitable date. Good for her. Mm-hmm. I like the sound of that. Do you think I should look in on her? I think that you probably should. She's
0: also very interested in me not being executed. Basically. Yeah, she's not the only one, and it's not going to happen. If there's anything I can do to stop it, and you know, between the three of us, actually, we've 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 done some stuff. I'm going to get you out of here. That would be
2: incredible because I'll be honest, I was really actually starting to give up hope at this point. So, but you know, i i don't have um I don't have any of my cards here. But you know, you, there was my my grandmother used to 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 tell fortunes with rocks and she kind of like goes over and she shows you like this collection oh, of like bless. pebbles and rocks that she's been making <laughs> and she's like and look and what you do is is you scatter them and she starts like basically trying to to do a fortune telling with with rocks and she goes and Ooh. i think this one here means good luck and that's pointing towards i think it's the north but you know i've been here so long i've kind of forgotten which way's north but i'm gonna oh, say that way's north oh that way's north okay <laughs> oh and she like gets like a bit of chalk and she starts like she draws the compass she goes "It." You know it's that way. That way's north. Oh, definitely. Oh, well, that's going to make everything so much easier. What's north?
1: What is Shut north? Shut the
2: fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck
1: up. Are you doing a magic? Is this a magic you're doing? A magic?
2: She kind of, like, looks over to you and she, like, winks and goes, "Oh, no, I wish I could do actual magic. That would be amazing. Uh, okay. This is just fortune telling. It's, it's more of intuition,
0: feeling. Penel? Yeah. You're alright. You're in health, are you? You don't have any injuries. They're not being unkind to you. Oh no, actually, I think everyone here quite likes me. I bet they do.
2: It's not so bad, except for the looming
0: guillotine. Yeah, 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 that one does worry me a little bit, but... Oh, that's understandable. You're not going to disappear again. I'm going to do my best not to.
3: If it's not too uh, impolite to ask, uh,
0: how long
3: have you got?
2: Well, originally I was meant to be executed just a couple of months after the trial, but like I said, Philomena's been, you know, lining a couple of pockets here and there, and they keep finding some excuse to put someone else up on the block or, you know, the guillotine needs servicing or something. <laughs> and uh I it's well, you know
1: It's in the shop.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I mean one time they However said that, that works. They, yeah well one time they said the blade was too dull and then it was too sharp and you know it's <laughs> also apparently guillotines are really temperamental yeah just all sorts of weird anyway so they keep putting it off and I, I know it's Philamiro line and you know I know it's her doing but you know sometimes I do think it is just fate stepping in because I mean I'm not gonna die in a in a jail for a murder that I didn't do no you might shut up Taro. I don't think so. I've read my own fortune many a time and, and none of them say death is coming right now. I, I mean, it will. It's inevitable. It will come, but not here and not, and not now. And anyway, I've got a great new slogan for when I get out of here. What do you think? Pelleth, she who perverted death. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <Right>? uh... <laughs> That's fantastic. Interesting. <laughs> oh, God. Right? I mean, we could put up a banner and the cat and, it, and everything. I think it will be great.
3: Have you heard of sineth
2: Oh, the the God of Fertility? I've got a couple of little statues to him, actually. <laughs> Big
1: Dick Bandit.
2: Uh, pardon?
1: <laughs> what is that? What is that? What is that from? What is that? Is that a thing? What did you
2: say? Big <laughs> Bandit? B- B- no, I said <laughs> Big
1: Dick Bandit. I'm going to Google that. What is that? Big, Big Dick Bandit. You're going to Google
2: I'm, that? Okay. I'm, I'm t- going to Google it. I'm starting to all
1: finish. I'm starting to all finish.
2: Uh, <laughs> is that what Big Dick, uh, Big Dick Bandit says? Big
1: Bandit. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> I see. Google Safe Search. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh. Okay. Hmm. be? Yes. How carefully have they patted me down? I mean, I know they took all my weapons, but is it possible that I might have something in my pocket? What do you want to have in your pocket? I would like to have a lacquered box with an infernal script written on it. Sure. Okay. Does it look like there is a dark corner in Peleth's cell? Mmm, I mean... It's <gasps> no, it's very pretty, well lit. It's a pretty grim cell. <laughs> you said cell. there were no windows.
2: There's no windows. There's a sconce outside with a torch in it that's, that's okay. relatively illuminated. The bed is like a stone block. With like bedding on top of it, it's not like a bed with like an under the bed, and it is a stone like room. It's very sparsely furnished. There's not really a good place to hide it. She can try, but you don't see. Well, make me a perception check. I know you're past perception seventeen, or an investigation check rather. Oh fuck. Okay, fine. Yeah. That's not as good. <laughs>
0: uh, fifteen. Fifteen.
2: Mm, you get. You get the feeling that she has certain freedoms here. Yeah. But hiding things is probably not going to be very easy for her.
0: I'm going to try it anyway. I'm going to say Pelleth And I take out the uh, lacquered box with the one use only inscribed on it in Infernal. And I open it and I take out a key. And I say, I think this might be magic. I don't know if it will work. But if the worst comes to the worst and I do disappear, and you think you might need to escape... If they've got you in handcuffs and they're taking you to the scaffold or whatever. You could see if this works. I'd rather you had it than I held on to it and it could have helped you. Oh, darling, are you sure? Yeah. Just, you know, hide it somewhere where they won't find it. I mean, it's not that big, so...
2: She, She laughs and she winks and she takes it, but she pulls it and she like reaches to the back of her head and you can see her very cleverly tying it like right at the very back of her head in this kind of massive red hair. Oh, yeah, it could hair. go in there. I was thinking, <laughs> yeah, never mind. Darling, I, I know what you were thinking, but just because I'm in jail doesn't mean that I'm not having any fun. <laughs> no, absolutely.
0: Fair uh, point. <laughs> by the way, it is one use only. The key, she means. R- right. What does that? But what does that mean in context? I don't know. It's possible... <laughs> I. It's possible that it might unlock something whether or not it's the right key for it, but only once. That's what I right. interpreted from the box saying that. But I don't know if it'll work. I've, obviously, I've not tried it because it says one use only.
2: Right. Okay. I'm following you now. Sorry. I thought you meant that it would only work on one lock. And I was like, well, how am I meant to know which lock it's going to be? But uh...
1: that actually does make a lot more sense than the other reading.
2: What's the other reading?
1: That it works oh. on. That it works on every lock you know
2: taro she goes well but well i suppose but thank you narian i i'll i'll give it a go if the worst comes to the worst yeah you do that as you say that the guard kind of like you hear the the tack 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 of the boots on the stone and the guard kind of like nods their head and goes come on it's time you are led out of the prison well you're led back up to the the part where you can collect your items and, and get all your kit back and you are shown out of the, the prison, you're back on the streets of Hopewell, 20-25 minutes later after the the to and froing of getting your stuff back and so on. What are you doing?
1: I think we should go steal Penelope or whatever her name is. Philomena.
0: Go and see Philomera?
1: Yeah. Because because it feels like a very easy way to get into the upper circle. Because you could just shut up and be like hey, we're here of the ah, mission yep. to, to rescue your friend, and then we'll just go off and not do that. Or whatever.
0: I was going to say, actually, if we can get... Uh, presumably there's a way to send a messenger to Philomera. They must be able to receive posts from outside the upper circle at the very least.
2: Oh, yeah. You know that you know that there are messengers who go in and out of the upper circle. You can pay them money to take messages to people. Whether or not you'll get a reply
0: is up to the nobles. But Well, I suppose that's what we have to do first, then. If we'll... Uh, Who's got nice handwriting? Nat, you've got nice handwriting.
3: Oh, yes, of course.
0: Well, if we write a letter to Philomira Brooke saying we are friends of Peleth who've been away for a long time and have returned to find her in straitened circumstances and would appreciate your assistance in attempting to alleviate these. Fucking hell, I might need to sit down. I've never used that many (laughs) long words. (laughs) (laughs) That
3: was was a very good letter.
0: Yeah, (laughs) didn't I add it to me?
2: Okay, so you write this letter requesting an audience with uh, Philomira Brooke.
3: I also have a suggestion. Uh, should we procure a change of garb? I'm in a very, a very nice, um, but very distinctive, uh, blue dress, and I was uh, thinking something that can sort of meld in, blend.
0: That's true. I mean, I think given that Hopewell is reasonably large, nobody will have been particularly startled by people in slightly odd clothing.
3: That's
1: good.
0: But certainly if we want to blend in. If we want to blend in.
3: Depends on our other activities.
0: Right. Well, hmm.
3: I will procure a set of dark clothes with a like a, a cape and a... Okay. Or a hoodie or something. like.
1: Oh, God, us. that's
0: going to be really difficult for Nerium, though, because she's going to be like, you can't shop there. <laughs> Don't go to those people.
1: I also want to get some goth <laughs> shit.
0: Okay, we you're all going to go shopping and get some new clothes. Can I break into the top floor of Urban's outfitters and see if any of my stuff's still there?
2: Yes, are you doing this before you get new clothes or afterwards? I mean before okay, so you're heading back to the to the low lanes.
0: I'm sure I would know how to get onto the roof and through the window. Of my own bloody house that I lived in for 20 years.
2: Yes, absolutely. Doing
0: gentle crimes. I'm quite happy to make a self check.
2: <laughs> uh, yes, it's it's like two in the afternoon. Eh, but
0: I'm not approaching from the front. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen, okay. You get up onto the roof of this. Um, You have a passive perception of seventeen. Yeah. Looks kind of different. And you get up onto the roof and Uh you get down, you shimmy down the little gutter pipe that gets to the window of the uh, attic room. It's kind of like covered in this almost like white chalk dust. You can't really see through it. You wriggle the, the hinge, you get it open, you pop in and the room that was once yours is just full of bits of timber and sawdust and is a storage place now for carpentry things.
0: It's all gone. Bastards.
3: Now it's also a different kind of big wood.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't take home clients. <laughs> she didn't take home clients. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the <laughs> clarification <laughs> Where did that go? Um, slightly too immersioned. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yep, yeah, all looks like it's all looks like Florence probably sold up, cleared out. Oh, it's all gone.
0: All my savings under the mattress. Everything. I'm gone. Bitch. Right, okay. Okay, I'll scramble back down. Okay. Covered in chalk dust. Yep. You now need new clothes. Yep. And I look at Nat and Taro as I walk past, and I go, "Don't say anything.
2: We're going shopping." Okay.
0: What do you get?
1: Goth shit.
2: Goth shit. Nice. But like, very
1: subtle goth shit.
2: Okay. Like, name name a subtle goth.
1: The ones who do crimes. The crime goths.
2: <laughs> the cr- the crime goth.
1: The visigoths.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, okay.
1: Were they who oh, I'm gonna Google them one second.
0: <laughs> I don't think that you I'm think. I'm not sure are. that's quite what you were after <laughs> as, a, as a look. Maybe it is. Maybe it is.
1: I thought they were like the Huns. Not the Huns. What am I thinking of? Like, you know, a tribe of like people who went around and marauded, yeah. you know? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Like Vikings basically. Yeah. Are you dressing as a Viking? No, I
1: don't think I'm dressed as a Viking.
0: I think I think I think our bard is a distraction, and
1: uh... <laughs> this is a fantasy game. Everyone's dressed as a Viking, right? Isn't that how this works?
0: Well, uh, we are in Oblivion Town.
1: We are in Oblivion. So... I want to look like like I don't know what that means. An Oblivion NPC. No, you don't. In <laughs> I'm, I'm bold now. I was bold before. No. I forget. Um, Actually, your
2: hair's grown out a little bit. That's you kind true. You've got like—is oh, it curly? Oh,
1: that's so cute. It's not curly. Okay. <laughs>
2: Okay, so Nat, sorry, you're in this. You're in a dark outfit with with a cloak, like a half cloak or like a full one, or
3: a full cloak. Like you, when when you think of sneaky rogue, if I, if you think of uh, the five v rule book, okay. and it's
2: rogue, it's that. Okay, okay, cool, nice, good visual reference there. Very cool.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering actually, um, how unusual is it for people to be walking around in like leather armor? Low lanes, not very weird
2: upper circle mm, probably a bit weird unless like you've got like guard livery
0: on but you know general hope well, you'll probably get a couple of weird looks but i do you know what i want to get something as close as i can it won't be as well made but i can live with that to my <laughs> nice green pinafore with the uh blouse underneath okay
2: yeah we're back to we're back to the beginning babe you've got O-Ginarium.
0: your OG back Possibly, I get it in a slightly darker green than I did before, and okay. I think the shirt might be grey.
2: Okay, cool, excellent. There's there's a hint of goth to it, <laughs> uh, a hint of goth and tarot.
1: I think I'm gonna go. F- I, I've changed my mind. I, you know the whole the whole like going going low going generic thing is it's just not for me. I think. <laughs> no, I didn't think. <laughs> I'm it going was. for a sort of Zex Merci's look. Uh, <laughs> what the? You fuck? You know, a sort Who?
2: of. Is that the guy from Kingdom Hearts?
1: No, it's the pilot of the tall geese, obviously.
2: It's the pilot of the tall geese?
1: Y- yeah. What's his name? Uh, Zex Marquis. It's a sort of like riding jacket type thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's not so bad. Yeah, it's very normal.
2: Dandy. Um, yeah. Why is his tall- name Sex Marquis? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. At least his name <laughs> is hey.
1: Quattro Vagina excuse me (laughs) god
2: you do yeah you yeah that's fair let
1: me let me let me find let me one second (laughs) ed you have
2: ruined your google search history i need you to know that are we talking red jacket sex marquee or blue jacket sex marquee (laughs) (laughs) red Um. okay
1: (laughs) And I have my my cape, as always. And I do want a kind of, like, half-mask thing, because I've got to have horns sticking out. I want, actually, the mask is like, it's more like full frontals mask. Yeah, give me full frontals (laughs) mask. None of
0: these references mean (laughs) anything to grandma! Just Google
1: full frontal. Uh, no,
0: no, you can't make me <laughs> Sorry, let me, just,
1: let me just put Quattro Vagina in the chat
0: No <laughs>
1: One second
0: I'm, uh, I'm putting Quattro Vagina in the chat <laughs> Mom <laughs> uh, My message is not
1: over 200 characters uh... It's,
0: it's alright I, I literally never click on anything you link
1: to <laughs> I will link full frontal in there just so <laughs> you
0: are at because to do I need that. people to
1: see what the mask looks like. It's very important. Yes,
2: <gasps> I'm Actually, not going to click on it That's Quattro Vagina. Oh, that's God.
1: Quattro Vagina. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and that is full frontal.
2: Okay. There very we go. Cool. What, that's frontal. Little, that's also a bit sex mucky. So you know. Yeah, it's
1: it's a bit similar. Full frontal okay. is a clone of Quattro Vagina. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why they look the same.
2: Gary, did you write? Is this okay. your game? <laughs> Okay. Listen. Okay, great. I'm so glad that we spent some time on that. So, uh, you look like... You look like the the semi-sex-marky clone of Quattro <laughs> Vagina. Taro, congratulations.
1: <laughs> I really couldn't think of anything to, to do. I really couldn't That's
2: fair. think. I... That's a, you do look very spiffy. That's a good outfit. I will say that. And your cloak, your magic fashion cloak is really, really very good. Thank you.
1: I needed this.
2: You look great. You spent some of the money. Oh, yeah. How much money? I think a fair price for three people of. Do you get like leather armor and stuff, Nat? Like that's armor? No, no, <laughs> no. Okay, um, we'll say it's the equivalent of like fifty to seventy quid. So like, oh, like a uh...
3: half a Gary gem.
0: Yeah, half a Gary gem. Yeah,
3: okay, a Gary piece. A Gary piece.
0: Sorry. Yeah. So we now have uh, nine Garys and five silvers. You know,
1: I I think I should describe what what. Zex smirkies and full front lowering just because it's an audio medium. That's true. So it's a kind of like red jacket with like what do you call the shoulder things? The gold shoulder epaulettes. Epaulettes, yeah but
2: with like brocade bro- Fringe-
1: fringed epaulettes. Fringed epaulettes, yeah. It's very like kind of tight at the waist. You know, big kind of jodhpur boots. Not jodhpurs. you know, just like riding boot type things. Mm-hmm looks like i'm going out for a countryside ride as a noble okay. on my noble horse
2: okay uh, wait are you getting like is, is your outfit like actually like really well made
0: yeah is it fancy are you being expensive i'm gonna be expensive knock off a whole gary gem please. you know what
1: i have never been expensive before so i am <laughs> i'm being expensive. <laughs>
2: that's fair
1: sure
3: Hello, friends. It's Gareth here, doing the middle bit. This time, I'm kind of, I'm kind of doing it live. Usually, I write out something for this. UB has just sent me a checklist of things to do. Just gonna wriggle them off. You know, whatever ever comes to mind. Hello, welcome. That's hello, welcome. Hel- hello, welcome. Cool. iTunes reviews. Please, please do that and leave them. And well, not leave them, but do them, and then have them, and show them. Yep good tell a friend about our show yeah it'd be nice you know if you have fun if you enjoy it somebody else might enjoy it well they might not but either way eh, worth a shot we hope you're enjoying copa i know i am certainly i think the others are too there's a really fun bit next episode where i get to use some spells that i haven't used yet in some fun ways. And by haven't used yet, I mean never used in D&D before. So look out for that, that's good. Thank you for tweeting and tumbling about us. UB checks this more often than is good for their health. But yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you to the transcription team, Orion and co. They do fantastic work. Let me just remind you about our affiliation with The Secret Cat Shop, secretcatshop.co.uk. Selling dice, pins, t-shirts, and other accessories. They've got loads of original designs. They created the D&D class pins. Amazing UK shop. Support small businesses, etc. <laughs> <laughs> Probably shouldn't have said that exactly as you wrote it, but cool. Our code is the Mortal Path Ten for ten percent off. Now that's all one word with a capital T, a capital M, and a capital P. The Mortal Path Ten for ten percent off. We're running some giveaways. First up, a set of handsome wizard dice from The Secret Cat Shop, as well as a special congratulatory recorded message from a character of your choice in the show. The first competition will be a fan-made one, so create any piece of media, music, art, playlist, knitted dolls, etc. to do with The Mortal Path, and post it on the social media of your choice. Make sure the post is publicly viewable with the hashtag at the hashtag hash thing, The Mortal Path, and either ping at tag, or, however, communicate with us that we're in it. Yeah, you understand. You ain't you ain't new to this scene. To be sure, you have entered. Make sure an official account has interacted with it in some way, um, like or a retweet or summit, re rebagel whatever it's called on Tumblr. If you're unsure, email us the link at. TheMortalPath at gmail.com So we can make sure we see it This competition runs from the 8th of Jan To the 14th of Feb 2020 You can enter multiple times But each piece will be treated as a standalone entry But if they are stated that they are linked E.g. a set of playlists We'll consider them as a single entry Anything else? Discord Come find us on the Discord There's there's, there's a new channel called Pets It's, It's very good It's got cats and dogs And yes, it's very fluffy and nice and I love it a lot. Anyway, enjoy whatever horny bullshit we get up to in the next half an hour. Bye!
2: So, you have your new outfits. This point's like three, four in the afternoon.
0: Hopewell is yours. What are you doing? I'm going to sit in the Laughing Cat and sit at the bar and talk to Jera and Findex and hang out, I suppose.
3: Where does Athalia live?
0: I don't think anyone knows. Although, if he comes in, I will keep an eye out for him.
2: As you're sitting in the Laughing Cat, a um, messenger comes in and uh, they have a response in hand and they hand it to you, Naryum, because you sent out you gave the letter to be given. um, Mm -hmm. And they might give you a little bow and they run back off.
0: No way. Okay. Hang on. Right. uh, I will open it and um, read it slowly with my finger following the words. (laughs) It is uh, an invitation to uh, the the House
2: of Brook, which is the mansion that Philomira lives in. Um, You have three kind of like the equivalent of a day pass type thing, uh, you know that these types of passes, they get stamped when you go in and you have to procure them again on the way out, basically. So that it's your kind of ticket in and out. Procure you also know, them? Uh, produce them. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, wrong word. Um, and you know also that these particular ones are linked to a certain gate, which is the gate nearest to Brookhouse. So you have to go in okay. the same way. Mm-hmm. Do, would
0: I know when with that stamp is it
2: dated? Yes, it would be. It would and it would be very like a distinct it's more like a hole punch thing. They're gonna like mark oh, it's, you know like how they
0: rip your cinema ticket type thing? Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> so you can't like fiddle the numbers afterwards.
2: Mm,
1: no. We should scan one in and print it and print a new one out.
0: Yeah. Fire up the 3D printer.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> will do. The <And> magic's <laughs> one in from it's the not future. Like,
2: it's not like the day tickets you can buy in Manchester. With a bit of tipex and a very steady hand, <laughs> you can get back on that We've bus all thought the next about day. it
1: and/or done not it. Not that we
2: would ever do that, officer. I'm not saying anything about crimes I may or may not have ever committed. So,
1: or, yeah. no one's ever committed a crime.
2: No one has ever committed a crime ever in the history of the world. I certainly haven't. Because
1: the law is fake and made up.
2: Well, okay. that's not for that certainly reason. Certainly, <laughs> one way to look at it. So, um, you so you have three passes basically, which will get you in and out uh, once. Because I'm assuming that you mentioned all three of you on the yes. on the thing. Yeah, you know how this works. You need a way in. You need a you need. This is your way in. Your way out. Literally, your ticket in, but also very importantly, your
0: ticket out. I've got an idea. These are valid on any day until they get stamped. Now, Nat, am I right in thinking you can make two people invisible?
3: No, not at the same time.
0: Oh, well, at the very least, we only need to use two of these and we can keep one spare. True. If you stick close behind me, that might be handy.
3: That does sound useful. Do they ever inspect them when inside the inner circle?
0: Well, I wouldn't know. I've never been. Okay, yeah. Added to which, I'm sure I can slighter hand you mine. Unless they're holding them all in one hand, which could happen i suppose at that point we just kill him um (laughs) it depends how long the visit is yeah that's true
3: if it's if it's under two hours
0: we'll be fine yeah yeah all right well i reckon because i don't know how long i've never met philomera brook i don't know how long that's going to take and i would like to try and see ralphus if we can Where, where does he live well, he'll be somewhere... Well, I, I don't know where he lived after he got married, actually. I, it depends if he's taking his mother's house over. Or, I mean, she's... She'd cake on head, live forever, that one. Jara, do you have a
3: copy of the Yellow Pages?
2: What, what are you asking me for? Sorry? <sighs> is that a Sindarian thing?
3: Yeah, it is. Oh, sorry, yeah.
2: Oh, right, where you can find all the gangs and all the crimes and things that happen in Sindari in the yellow pages, like, because it's torn from the old wanted posters and all of that. Exactly. Yeah, yes. Very cool, very cool. Nice. No, I've not got one of them yet.
3: Oh.
0: Good world-, world building. Good instinctive world building. I was gonna say,
1: we've already got the ticket in, so we don't really need to go talk to Philamira.
0: Well, she might be helpful in terms of what she knows about the situation with Peleth immediately, because. I mean, I don't know if you got this, but like, Pelleth is a very sweet darling girl and things don't always stick in her sweet darling head. So it's possible that Philomera will have slightly more useful, up-to-date information. That's reasonable. So I don't know, do we go and see Ralphus first or Philomira? I don't know, what do you think, guys? And I mean, presumably after we've seen them, then we go and um, attend to the matter of the jewellery.
1: You have raised a very crucial question of, should we talk to one person I don't know? Or a different person, I don't know. I, I'm going to have to defer to your judgment on this one. I agree with Tara.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, Ralphus might get us thrown out. So let's start with Philomera. Everybody got hands, face washed?
1: I'm wearing a mask, so I don't need to wash my face.
0: Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I reach up and I say, oh, that's a lovely mask. And I just cast a quick uh, prestidigitation and clean Tara's face.
2: Taro did not have a particularly dirty face but that's But it's clean now. It's it's a, it's a little bit cleaner. Um <laughs> as you are getting ready to leave Findex will will come out from behind the the bar from the kitchen kind of carrying some things and uh, again he still looks like
0: um, He looks like mayhem. It's yeah, so he still
2: but like a re- but like really knock-off Captain Mayhem. So like you know like like <laughs> if somebody's forgotten what Didera looks like and does their best attempt at drawing Didera from Naruto. That's what Findex currently looks <laughs> this like. This
1: is this is a uh... A, a one weekend Daydara cosplay. Yeah,
2: it's a closet Daydara cosplay. <laughs> so that's what Findex looks like, and he spots the three of you, and he kind of like, like almost half stumbles over his feet, and he goes, oh, "Wow, you all, you all changed your your outfits. You look great. All the, where are you going?"
1: To fulfill our destinies.
0: Okay.
3: We're we're doing something uh, subtle and quiet, and
0: completely safe. Uh,
3: Yes.
2: Okay. Well, I mean, I know that you'll do a good job, so have fun. But wait. We'll, and... we'll
3: Be back here tonight. We're not leaving.
2: I know you're not leaving. You wouldn't leave. You wouldn't just leave me. No, we wouldn't.
3: We've been here for about a
1: day. I think.
2: I think it's been slight. I think it's been like two or three yeah. days now. I see. I've definitely <laughs> had two sleeps.
1: Okay. <laughs> I, what I'm saying is we're not that tight. You understand? You know? I mean, I don't mean to be mean, but we're not bros, really.
0: Tar- taro, Taro, is this one of those things where you need to stop talking?
1: I no, I have to keep talking to practice this voice.
0: Oh, are you okay?
2: Do okay. It takes a
1: lot of work. Are we doing i I'm really not feeling this one.
2: Do you want me to help you out with a skit again? Because we tried that, and it, it, I don't really—I'm not very good Is at it yet. Is
1: that what we were doing? No, I we that's need... what we were doing. We have to go now.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: we're leaving immediately. <laughs>
2: okay, okay, you look great. I'll see you later. Thank
1: you. This cost a lot of money.
2: It looks like it, but you're pulling it off. Bye. Bye. Bye, Findex. Bye. Bye. Oh,
1: that was Findex.
2: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs>
1: oh I thought we were god. talking to Jara. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> alright. That composition makes a lot more sense now. It's okay.
0: Even the voice. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Sorry. <laughs> I can't see very well in this mask. God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No wonder he feels. God. That was. <laughs> oh I didn't mean any of that That was That was so cool uh, I tried But I never mind I, uh, I taro, just like getting
2: out of the corner And they'd be like Is that Pindex? And be like <laughs> yes yeah. And Taro just reading, like you know that like that that guy who like clutches his heart and it's like intense <laughs> me? It's just like oh no. I feel bad in real life
1: <laughs> I think I'm like face uh. blind but for voices and sound, not eye oh. not blind. Oh, i have gone really red. Funny.
3: That's what happens when you see the <laughs> world through quattro <quadruple> vagina. <laughs> It's oh interesting
1: because actually Quadrophenia doesn't wear a mask. <laughs> he just wears sunglasses. And everyone <laughs> pretends they know he's not Char as an apple. <laughs>
2: okay, Ooh. Ooh boy, yeah, you did, but you did, you did go very red there. That was very that funny. That was, <laughs> was extraordinary shade.
1: i just thought nothing I can do about this. That's got to be in there now.
2: <laughs> yep, yep. You're just gonna have to go and speak to Vindex. I oh, be like, I'm so sorry, sorry, I didn't, I couldn't. Uh, I just...
1: I'm really sorry, I couldn't see in the stupid mask, and I thought you were that irritating child. 20s!
0: <laughs> it's <been>, it's <laughs> Who I have a
1: feud with now.
0: Late twenties. It's so funny.
1: I thought they were coming on really strong, <laughs> <laughs> and like I wasn't, I wasn't ready for it. I needed to to take some time.
2: You threw up those walls and Vindex was just like, oh, are we yeah, doing improv yeah, again? again? Yeah, that was <laughs> beautiful. Yeah.
1: Is this a bit?
2: Like, what bit? Yeah, Vindex is there as well being like, what bit? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 oh. That was very funny. Okay, This is the worst. poor boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's just so used to Tarot, just like yeah. going completely ape. Yeah, just going completely ape shit weird on him. But he's just like, oh okay, I guess this is a joke. <laughs> I think, I think it's actually something where he just knows that like Tarot would never actually do that. So he just assumes that this must be him trying Good. to be a character or Good. a joke. So he's just like, okay, thumbs up, <laughs> whatever you say. <laughs> you know. Actually, it's it's a testament to how Findex has grown yeah. as a character that yeah. he freaked out when Nat said that she might leave him. However, when Tara said we're not friends anymore, he was just <laughs> like, "Oh, oh got it." You know, I'm proud so... of
1: Findex. You know?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you head towards the upper center circle. You go to what? Well, are you going? You're going to you're going to see Philamira. So you're going to go to the gate, which is the one nearest to Philamira's. Uh, mansion and as you get there what are, now, are you going invisible what's happening describe this for me you're getting you're getting close to where you need to be
3: yeah i'll duck into an alley um mm-hmm. nearby um go invisible and okay. then walk back up and uh tap neri on the shoulder twice
2: okay off we go all right so neri Mentaro you approach the gate it's one that is about the size of a, a road that has cars on in our world. I don't know how how many feet that is but you could fit two cars on it like a road. It's about that wide and the the big kind of like doors of it one of them is open so that carts can go in and out the other is closed and there's a second smaller door that seems to deal with foot traffic. So kind of your very stereotypical little like gate tower thing basically we're keeping it simple this episode folks we're keeping it simple simple, i'm
0: very very excited about the fact that i'm actually going into the upper circle oh yeah (laughs) and in fact to a point
2: where you can literally see the line of where the the cobblestones and the pavements have been like power washed cleaned there's literally a line (laughs) between the muck of hopeful general and the upper center the upper circle and so, as you approach, there are two guards there in... The- now, these two are in town guard, yeah. like, livery. They're in kind of, like, not specific to a house livery. These, This is not a very specific special gate. It's just one of the many entrances. So, two guards standing there. Look over as you two approach. They're both holding uh, glaives. And they're both not, like, aggressive, but quite, like, firmly standing
0: there watching you approach. I think I'm... Uh, Terry, I'm I'm nervous. Uh, can you do the talking?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Greetings, guards.
0: Oh shit! No, wait. Oh, never mind. Good evening.
1: And and how are you
2: doing on this fine day?
0: Very well, sir. Very well indeed.
2: Thank you for asking. Excellent. Have you got your papers? Are you going to see someone specific?
1: I do indeed. We are going to to see. Miss Philomira.
2: Oh, uh, Miss Philamira Brook. That's that correct. correct. Yes. And you've got passes?
1: Oh, we do indeed, do we not?
2: Can I have them, please?
1: Yes. Produce them. Friend. <laughs>
0: oh, 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 I've got them. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, sir. Here you go. Here you go, sir. Sorry, sir. All right. Thank
2: you very much. And you watches as he kind of like looks them over and he nods and he takes out a little hole punch and ch- 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 Punches two little stamps to the tickets and says, I don't believe I've seen either of your faces before. Have you been in the uh, upper circle before?
0: No, sir. Never, sir.
2: Right. Couple of rules, if you don't mind. Uh, Be polite. Keep to yourselves. Nice and quiet. Yeah. You following so far? Yes, sir. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Don't lose these uh, passes because if you do lose them, you've got to get someone to vouch for you to get back out of here. And let me tell you, I don't think many nobles will want to be brought out of their houses because you can't keep a hold of a little piece of paper.
1: No, well, I can understand that.
2: Right, so uh, all general rules of hope will apply. Deference, civility, everything that you should be.
1: That's correct, yes.
2: Right, and of course, I hear one word of trouble. You've been causing any sort of ruckus, any sort of trouble. You will never be allowed back in here, and we will take legal action against you.
1: Oh, have no fear of this.
0: Right. Um, here we go. Could you perhaps give us directions to House, please?
2: Absolutely, here you go. And he hands back your two tickets. So you have them both now with the little hole punch stamp in them. And he kind of walks you into the gate, into the upper circle. And Im- immediately everything is spaced out. There are, you know, wide roads and there are, you know, banks of flowers and, and all of that. Nat, make me a stealth check, please. You have advantage, you're invisible. um, As you're sneaking past here, as he walks you in. Oh, no. (laughs) Mm.
3: Eleven.
1: Ooh. Interesting.
0: Maple sticks, you fuck.
2: (laughs) You'll lose invisibility if you cast another spell. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. So, um, now, as you kind of, like, sidestep... There's this kind of second where this guard kind of looks over right where you are and then turns back to Nerium and Taro. And you are not sure if they had any idea that you were there. Um, and the the guard that's kind of like leading Nerium and Taro just a little bit into the upper circle. Again, it's absolutely beautiful. Banks of flowers, trees. It's got little water features. It's clean and, and just a beautiful place. And he points over to a In fact, it actually looks very familiar to you because it's very reminiscent of some of the buildings in the Hewn Halls. It's this gorgeous dwarven stone carved mansion. It's like so kind of classic architecture. It actually almost looks a little bit gaudy with how kind of like classic it is. And he points and goes, that there is the Brook Mansion.
1: Thank you again.
2: It's a pleasure. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, sir.
1: Hey, I've remembered something that I don't know is is something I've done before, but I have a cantrip called Mending. These tickets have holes in them. Oh, holy shit! Oh
2: my god!
1: <gasps> now I don't know if I've used that spell before, but it's something we should bear in mind. I think, Tara, you fucking beauty. As gamers, we should remember that that I have I have a spell that I can use.
2: Yeah, I will. I will say that um, anything that you well, you had a quite a long time in Tembrin off screen doing things basically i will kind of i will let you have like a blanket catch-up period to your spells that you maybe haven't used yet that you've Sweet. worked out how to do in in tembran bearing in mind tarot that you don't particularly like using magic however yes you have kind of had two jobs and so mending would probably have been very useful i wish this thing wasn't broken right now and yeah then, and then it you
1: accidentally isn't and it's like yeah. oh fuck i did a magic again that sucks exactly. that, that that fits I'm going to say I haven't done Identify, though. That one's still off the books.
2: <laughs> okay, Identify still. still. Episode 49, still no Identify. Still However, no identify. you do have mending. You do know that you can Sweet. You can mend things. So. All right,
1: I'm going to put that ooh, one in mind.
2: That was smart gamer movement. Game, okay, gamer
1: so. up here. We're always ga- gamer in the brain, gamer on the Skype call. Okay. Google, Google Hangouts. <laughs>
2: Google, Google Hangouts. Um, so you head towards the Brook Mansion. You go to the front door. There is a uh, front doorman there. I. It's not a butler, but it's, you know, a, a, a doorman there. And um, he kind of like has his hands behind his back. He's this tiefling with uh, these very kind of wonderfully curled like ram's horns. Um, and he's kind of standing there looking down at you quite, you know, snootily. Oh
1: my God, a tiefling. Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. Dark red skin, kind of black horns that are curled into ram, like horns. Very smartly dressed. Colours off uh Philomera Brook, which you would know Nerium from just kind of seeing things around Hope Hall for twenty odd years.
1: Alright, I'm gonna walk up walk up to the to the to the guards person, stand in front of them, and then just I'm gonna, gonna look at look at look at Meredith and him.
0: Oh, oh, um, it's it's Mer- Meredith Burrows. Um we wrote to uh Finamira Brook, and uh, she extended an invitation to um, myself and um, my companion.
2: Yes, we have been expecting you. Uh, may I take your names with which to make introductions
0: from? Um. Yes, I'm Meredith Barrows.
1: Bontelroy Pentaramere, born of the myriad keepers at Kepacor Fog.
2: <laughs> How fascinating. The uh, guards. The guardsperson does a bow. A short bow, one that says, I don't think you're nobility, but I have respect for you. Um, yeah, I think again. A respect that is not earned, a respect that is given by
0: assumed status, and so gives an appropriate I've never bow. Earned anything. <laughs> okay. At this point I should point out Nerium is at least like bobbing curtsies like she's yeah. a fucking pigeon. Yeah. You kind of <laughs> you kind of see in fact what what
2: both of you will, will notice is that when the guardsperson notices how kind of subservient nerium is being they immediately start to treat her like that so like immediately yeah. their their attention is more on Taro than on nerium because they start to think like okay um, so they." this is
1: exactly how i expected it to happen
2: yeah so they open the door and they lead you in to this um very nice kind of sitting room drawing room area it's clearly one meant for receiving guests and they gesture to a very very lovely sofa um, that's all kind of very elegantly um, what's the word upholstered and there is a low table with some trays on it that have nibbles little snacks and they go to a little drinks kind of um, table in the corner and they they gesture to a variety of bottles of nice things uh, Natalia make me another stealth check please And they say, and what can I get you to drink, sir? Fifteen. Okay.
1: I'll take an alcohol and then I'll I'll stand facing the window in a broody way with my hands behind my back, you know, like I'm looking out at the world, you know, like the winds of change are coming and I'm going to look at them when they come.
2: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Look, at right <laughs> just, in the eye just, when they just, come. Uh, just in the tone of the episode that made <laughs> me laugh, sorry. So the guard's person nods, looks appropriately intimidated by that, and then pours uh, a glass of wine and brings it over and, and hands it to you in a very kind of like, here you are, sir.
1: I hold it, yep.
2: Okay, and he goes and he looks to Narium and goes, and uh, one for you? Uh, no, thank you. So uh, I'm quite all right. Thank you very much for offering. Quite right. And then they walk out the room. And they, as they're going, they say, I will go and fetch Lady Brooke right now. Please make yourselves at home. I will be back shortly.
3: I will follow him.
2: Okay. Nice. Okay, make me, please, another stealth check, please. Uh, again, all these all at advantage because you're invisible. And no one thinks that you're going to be there. So,
1: at advantage. No one expects the invisible woman. <laughs> exactly. 17.
2: So, you follow him very quietly. It's much easier to follow quietly here. It is a big house with carpets. And carpets are, at this point in time, expensive bloody things to have, because they gotta be cleaned a whole lot. And also, this is fucking medieval fancy type right now, because I don't have imagination for it. So, uh, the <laughs> carpet is muffling your footsteps <laughs> and you are following quite sneakily. So, this guards person, uh, they head up this wide. I thought they
0: were a doorman. A yeah, do- I,
2: as someone said guards person and I stuck to it. So, it's, a, it's, a do- it's like a doorman who clearly is also some kind of like a footsman butler type situation thing um and they lead you up this this well not that they're meaning to but they lead you up this wide staircase that has like this little bit in the middle that's like a little platform do you know what i mean it's like a spiral staircase but like a slow it's like it's a, a 90 landing. degree turn yeah like a little landing and up they go along this landing towards what would be the east wing of the mansion and they knock softly on a very beautiful door and they say ah Lady Brooke, your guests are here to see you. Uh, They're in the living room when when you are ready. And you hear a voice from inside go, I'll be there shortly. And they nod and they walk away, heading further away from the room and down as you follow them to a door that the carpet stops and it's a very narrow set of wooden stairs and those are clearly servants' quarters back down around
3: the house. Hmm. I will loiter outside the door, to Lady Brook's room, just just listening. Just, I'm, I'm not expecting anything from this. I was just I'm just, okay, keeping an ear out.
0: Make
2: me a perception check.
3: Perception check, you say?
2: Yes, please.
3: That's a uh, nine.
2: Okay, shuffling, rummaging, general gathering. Every and, day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, don't uh, so. And a moment later, the door opens, and this dwarven woman with these very exquisitely beautiful features—imagine. So you know, uh, in in the Hobbit, we have Thorin Oakenshield, and there's always the mythical sister. Oh, I've heard of him. Dees. You've heard of Thorin Oakenshield. I don't know if I've ever told you about Thorin Oakenshield ever in my life once. <laughs> about another favourite sad boy. Oh my God. Um, so uh, Thorin Oakenshield's sister, basically, and she's dressed in like blues and silvers, and it's her hair's in these beautiful cascading braids, and she's got this very gorgeous thick beard that's got all these bits of silver ribbon and little things entwined in it. There's a there's a tinkle when she walks. You can hear little bits of chainmail that's and, and but at These carpets are absorbing.
1: Kitty. <laughs> I mean, I I thought it too. Kitty, uh, Kitty. you know, it happens to you know. Have a couple <laughs> kids, you know.
0: Kitty, hey, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> listen, uh, look, yubes, we're all fucked up on on. She listen real close; you can hear the tinkling. Whatever the fuck is going on here, we've all supped too deeply of whatever weird energy we've brought tonight, and you know,
3: maybe she's a waterbender.
0: Welcome to Tinkle Supping. No, <laughs> I think we have to stop. I think that's it. I don't think I don't we can go back for that one. I really don't. End of the episode. I don't
2: know. That's it. That's it. Okay. All right. So Lady Philomera Brooke standing there. She's very beautiful. She's not pissing. She's just there. stop this. She stop. She stop. She is also carrying <laughs> under her arm like a little, um, fancy kind of briefcase-type box thing under her arm, leaves her bedroom door ajar, and she walks down the stairs heading towards the, uh, the sitting room.
3: A jar, you say?
2: Oh, it is indeed a jar.
3: Oh. Snoop, snoop, snoop.
2: Okay. Uh, make me one last, please, uh, stealth check to just kind of, in the room. <coughs>
3: uh, uh, sixteen.
2: Sixteen, okay. So, you as you start moving towards the door you see that she's the reason she's left it ajar is because it's one that's going to like close slowly on its own but you manage to just kind of squeak in before it closes and you are in a very beautiful lavish bedroom and it's got a kind of almost like a little office part attached onto it you see the door to an ensuite bathroom it's it's the house of a it's the bedroom of a noble person it's full of luxury and and decadence it's a bit better than the house you had in the Swordwalk. So it's like a bit higher level than the Damn. house you were given. Yeah, it's it's pretty nice.
3: Uh, is there anything immediately present in the office area?
2: Well, what are you looking for? Particularly are looking, are you? When you say that, you're looking for like documents. You're looking for jewelry. Are you looking for like I'm looking
3: for f- a flyer. Okay. Looking for a flyer for a certain show, which might have a certain necklace as its centerpiece.
2: Okay. Oh. Okay. So. You go over to the desk, you do indeed see a a handful of these flyers that are advertising this opera. But you're standing there in this bedroom, and you pick up these papers, you have the location, you have the dates of the showing. And also, as you turn it over, you see a beautiful illustration of the necklace that you've seen the fake off. And you also see, now available for viewing at, Ah. and then an address at the bottom.
3: Wonderful. I will pocket it and then go back downstairs.
2: Okay. Uh, As you pocket it, we're going to skip back down because at that moment, the door to the living room, sitting room, drawing room, whatever it's called, opens and Lady Philomira Brooke stands there and she has this very kind of regal upbearing as she kind of looks over to Nerium and to Tarot. And she crooks a little smile that's kind of firm, cold, but friendly. And she goes... I'm very glad that you've taken your time to come and make my acquaintance. Bless you.
1: <laughs> that's not canon.
2: Julie <laughs> noted, she says. No. <laughs> um,
0: I read in your letter that you were friends of Pelleth. Yes, yes, that's right, uh, your ladyship. My name's Meredith Burrows, and this is uh, Fauntleroy Pentharamere. Uh, he, he's a friend of mine rather than he, he, he met Pelleth earlier today we we visited her and she, she gave us uh, your name and suggested that it, it might be a benefit of for for us to, to visit and uh, and speak with you and we are very glad to be here thank you your ladyship I
2: see and am I right in thinking that you are the friend who disappeared
0: I, I, I am also I believe I made a frock for you once oh I don't remember that but Pelleth has talked about you yes we are close
2: friends. I see. Well, she was very upset when you left, but we shan't talk about that now. You're here, I assume, to help with the case. The appeal.
0: Yes, yes, please. And what do you know? Well, um, I... um, uh, not much, really, but I'm very happy to uh, help in any way that I can. Um, I... I know that um, there was an issue with a tarot card. Um, uh, sorry, a fortune-telling card that was found at the scene. Um, They're called Yu-Gi-Oh cards. The Yu-Gi-Oh card, that's right. Um, and um, it had a flame on it, and it, but it actually wasn't on a palace. Yes. In fact, I have a copy of it. And she pulls out oh, the box uh, from under her arm,
2: and she sets it on the table, and she she draws up the chair, and she sits down, and she opens it, and it's full of legal papers immediately. These are transcriptions from the court trials. They are, it's like... It's the good shit of detective work. Um, and it's all very beautifully transcribed. There are, there are times and stamps. There are You see, as you're kind of glancing at them, a couple of witness testimonies that look like they were not admitted in the trial because they don't have the stamp that is part of like the evidence. You do see one that catches your attention because there is one from Jara. And you know that Jarrah tried to give a statement and it was not accepted into the trial. But there seems to be a transcript or a record of it. And Nat, as you kind of like sneak back into this room just in time for her to hold up this copy of a card and it is a beautiful card with a flame decal on it.
1: I would like to say that I'm watching this entire thing go down through the reflection in the glass.
2: Yep. She pulls it up and she turns it and kind of says, "Obviously, this
0: is not the card itself, but it is an exact copy. I paid a lot of money. It's very kind of you to be helping, Peleth. Um, I'm very grateful for the um the goodness of your heart in um helping d- in doing so much to uh, advocate for her freedom. Can I have a look at these papers? Yes, of course you may. I'm actually just going to spread them out on the table in a sort of Making them available for Nat to look at. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. Okay, so you spread out these these bits of paper,
2: and she puts the flame card down on the table and she goes, Well, I'm sure you know Pelleth well enough to know that she would never do anything like this, which means that somebody wanted Lady Belva dead and wanted either Pelleth in jail for it or a simple cover up. Unfortunately, they didn't factor me in.